This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Tzfarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. Joining us now is Rav Aaron Lopiansky. Rav Lopiansky is the Rosh Yeshiva of the Yeshiva of Greater Washington, Tiferes Gedalia. He's a prolific author. He has written over 20 Sfarim, including what we can call the Book of the Year, which fills an unbelievably necessary void, the Ben Torah for Life. Rav Lopiansky, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you very much, and uh, Yeshikov for your work. Uh, the work, uh, Make It Work both the men edition and the one the women's special needs really fills uh, the lacuna in the, in, the, in the world of Allah and those Hashem people should be able to get a lot of fellows out of it. Thank you so much. So, Rav Lopianskian, I'd like to start as follows. Uh, you're safe for Ben Torah for Life. It focuses on the decision to go from Kolel to the workplace and it also discusses in depth and detail the related transition and the challenges of the transition. There's a very an excellent uh, chapter on integrity, and the topic of integrity in the workplace is very broad. And I'll just cite a few examples that come to mind. Using your time at work when you're on salary, are you allowed to answer when your child calls or something comes up or to respond to an email that's personal in nature? Using office supplies for personal use and some very serious issues of proper disclosure. Somebody's trying to raise money for a business or get a loan. What can I expense to the company? What's reimbursable? What's on me? What's on them? Disclosures on an interview, and this is not even to mention payment of taxes, which we won't get into. So the typical yeshiva bachar, the avreich and kolel, the girl in seminary, doesn't deal with these issues growing up until really they get out to work. So what I'd like to discuss initially is on a practical level, how does someone prepare for these monetary responsibilities, whether the person is going to a secular workplace, a Hamish workplace, working in a yeshiva, a religious institution, the person probably had no exposure to these issues, and in fact, they may have grown up in a family or an environment where people were lax about monetary responsibilities and how they dealt with others, cutting corners, playing financial games. So I I guess my first question is twofold. If somebody is unprepared, is this a difficult transition? And number two, if so, how does somebody prepare for it? So I I think you touched obviously on a very, very important topic. Let me give a parallel which pales in comparison, but it's still people will understand um, what's being done and maybe you can apply it. People grow up in a yeshiva environment. People are nice to each other. People are friendly. Chesed is spoken about and things like that. But marriage, um, no one knows what what the underpinnings of married life is like. For many years, it was never spoken about. And in the last decades, it has become a whole um, an establishment where you have people giving chas and kala classes, of varying levels of, of sophistication, um, but it's understood that just because he's a nice guy and she's a nice girl, putting them together will not will, will, will have a lot of problems that will come up that they're not prepared with. Because being nice in a dorm environment and being nice um, in, in a family is, is two separate is two separate environments. Um, so just like we, we, we put that into place, 
because we understand how how it's almost impossible to guess the issues, um, and we avoid a lot of problems by by preparing them. We need to do the same here also. It's a lot more complex. Yes, there there are many differences. First of all, a bacher gets married when he's a bacher, so he's in yeshiva environment. He has clear rebbeim. He's ex- and his rosh yeshiva slash rabbi. You can sit him down and say, okay, now we're going to do a series of coffee classes. Um, in, in when a person makes the transition from coal to workplace, he, he, usually most colon, uh, the rush colon is either just a managing figure or maybe only devoted to learning. He's not a ready figure anymore. So who will prepare those children? Secondly, every Rosh Hashiva or anybody giving chassan classes is married as well. So he has at least, you know, some. He has a a a, a personal feel for it. In business, if there's a shiva, the rav, rebbe, never had real exposed business world. It's also clueless. I mean, what what are practices that are standard? What are practices that are okay but not okay, and things of that nature? So you really we need to develop a cadre of um, rabbinic figures who have the intimate know-how of what goes on in the business world can explain, can make a, a set of courses like Chassar Shmuz, explaining the basics of a what's business, what's really gray to the point of black, and what's totally wrong, and, and what to do. You know, it's, a, a person gets his first job, he has no money, and two or three months into it, he realizes that what he's doing is possibly very wrong, but help, what do I do? So we need to develop really a cadre of Rabbanim that can give quote-unquote Hasashmuzim, can give a series of practical um, guidelines and understanding what goes on, what's, what is absolutely appropriate, what is, you know, maybe not Mahajan, and, what, and what's a lot worse than that. Interesting. So w- w- when it comes to the Chosh and Mishpat issues that come up in the workplace, I-, I don't know if you were saying this directly or I'm-, I'm implying it from what you're saying. If you have a typical Rav that you go to with your Shilas, does that mean that the Rav that you go to for your your day or, or, or a Chaim issues may not be the proper address when you have the Chosh and Mishpat issues that come up in the workplace or Absolutely. elsewhere out of the workplace? Absolutely. First of all, it's another Mikto and Torah. Um, you know, the reason why we give Yorah Yorah and we give Yadin Yadin. And besides, the, the, you know, even someone who knows the Chosh Mishpat, if as regards the lumbus of it, but what is the reality in the workplace? What goes on? What is considered norm? What is, what is norm but, but absolutely wrong? What's acceptable? That's whole, that, that even sort of, even someone who's an expert in Chosh Mishpat, if he only learned it, as a, uh, in, in a safer form, but hasn't had experience with business people, workplace issues, and stuff like that, he may also be totally at a loss to know these things. So the, the pool of Rabbanim then are, sounds like it's fairly limited. I, I would assume, yes, it would be limited. Ideally, ideally, it would be obviously a Rav who had been in business at some point, and is a Rav, and now he's doing... You know, so he has a, actually a first-hand feel of it. But second best would be someone who's had enough cases and involvement where he knows and understands the, the ins and outs of it. I, I, I believe that the pool of people who really um, 
would be able to guide somebody is, is kind of uh, would be small, but 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 we must have it. Interesting. Now, w- w- when you go to Rav, and, and I'm, I'll ask the question from the Posek, the Choshemishba Posek's perspective, right. it seems like in the financial area, there are a lot of gray areas. You, know, you go and ask, right. in the olden days, you'd say, is this, uh, is this chicken kosher or not? You know, right. yes, no. Shabbos, can you open up a bottle? Can you, is there borer on Sfarim? You know, yes, no. Is it the rice? Is there a bun? It's a machlokis. But when it comes to the area of Choshemish, but I've seen that when I've had Shilas come up, or right. when people have asked me Shilas, and I've gone to different Rabbani, not that I was asking for myself to form shop and try to find a Kula, but I'm just interested in talking right. about these sugyas with this different postgame, and this postgame will say, Asur, Doraisa, terrible. This one will say, Mutter, but not ideal, on the same Shilas. And it seems that when it comes to these financial areas, you'll go to multiple post game you shouldn't go you should not say lacharav but but right. uh, but but if it seems that it, it, there's not as much clarity so does that mean right. that the rules are not clear why, why is what's the result what so that, so what's that two coming or three, from? right so you're touching on a very sore point and the two or three issues and, and unfortunately one of the resolutions for it is going to be difficult the first the first reason is your day of, for instance, deals with chickens. To, to the best of everybody's knowledge, chickens have looked pretty much the same uh, over the years. So once you have the dough and the and shach the paz and the garden, so it's very clear what the chicken is and so on and so forth. Uh, same thing is true about citrus and so on and davening. The physical object is is in place. We now, by now, have a sort of a sort of what's the default sack. And yes, uh, uh, you know, uh, one person got a hashulchan, one got a shulchan, but pretty much it's, it's 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 much more clear the distinction and the difference of opinions. Kosher mishpat, the cases are different because it, it, what's a corporation, what's a limited liability, what is a stack, what's a bond, what's an investment today. Um, considering how the government's regulating it, how do we? It, 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 no one, there is no pulsate of of the of the, the no no shach and no tumim and oktos and no nobody of those both dealt with it. So so we now have a whole new set of chickens. It's it, we don't have chickens anymore. We have some new breer that we don't have posts with a statue that have finalized and said this is a kulkev one that with a mechanism so this is this is the first half. We don't have that. So that's the first problem we have. Secondly, in the nature of the Mammonists, the, vari- the variations really make a big difference. Um, you, you don't have as many variables, not even close, in in Odea or in Archaim, so that you you go with the with you go with the Dian, you know, in of Rose. So those are reasons why Koshmishka to start with is a problematic area, you know, and produces results. He said. But, but what should happen, if, if let's say we'd have a cholesterol in, in the way cholesterol should be constructed, a, an extremely functioning, um, united community that has a rabbonus, uh, uh, you know, a, a rabbinical uh, authority that is accepted by everybody. So the way to go would be to enact a kanis. Signing a contract is considered a kinyan. Or it's not considered a kinyan, one or the other. Um, 
any king, any tonight that's made that's not a bankoffel is considered to be bankoffel unless whatever. It, it, on and on. Um, you, what you do is the way that you would do it is you would a priori set takanis, which you are empowered to do. Um, a municipal entities entities have the ability halachically to set takanis, and you would avoid the problems by pre-setting takanis. Um, we don't have that, unfortunately. We have zero in terms of, of the United Community, and therefore every Besden um, is not bound by any other Besden. And, and one Besden will consider American law Minigam Medina, one will consider it not. One will consider this as a Kenyan, one will consider it not. One, it, 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 so, it, it, I mean, so now every time you enter any type of contractual relationship, you really don't know what it's going to mean. Um, in American law, and any organized society, you pretty much know what the law is going to be. So this is a really difficult area. The, the, the way to resolve it would be if we have a, a very strong... So for instance, if let's say the OU would have a membership that would feel bound by Besden, and they have one flagship Besden, I'll say, and they would make Takanis, that would be binding. I don't know the reality of how many people in that community go to best. I don't know. If our good and straw were able somehow miraculously to muster together all the major Batidinim and they would set a priori takanis and, and so the people know when they go into something what they're going into, um, that would that would help alleviate a lot of situations. Right now, the halacha is every business as they see fit, unless there's a takana that's set by by, by an appropriate uh, you know, halachically, it's a municipality, it's a, it's a group. You you have a real issue, and there's no and there's no resolution. There's no resolution. There's no easy resolution to it. Um, I don't know what the answer to that is. Mm-hmm. So what what we're left with nowadays is asay lecharav, and when issues come up, you go to your local basting if it's a dispute and have them paskin right. based on. Well, what's what's the, appropriate? What could be done and should be done is. To have a um, you write in a contract which Besden is going to arbitrate it in Torah. You will both go to Besden X or Y or Z. If it's, a, if it's an established Besden, you usually have a sense. They, they, then they do have a track record. They consider this to be true, exactly true, and so on and so forth. That's somewhat of a remedy to to to, um, to anarchy. Right, right. Now that's when we have disputes, but uh, for the standard question that somebody has in the workplace, am I doing the right thing? Am I doing the right thing? Do I have to disclose Kanevistas? Then we're left with, we, we go to Posek, who has uh, expertise in Choshen Mishpat, and we Correct. have Varshayla there. Okay. Correct. So, so w- when it comes to all of these issues, um, I- if you look in the Gemara, for example, you see 100% Hakbada with very little flexibility. For example, there's a Gemara in Tainus that talks about Abba Chilkia, who was uh, Choni Amago's grandson, and he was right. working in the field, 
And a couple Talmidei Chachamim were as representatives of Chazal came to him to ask him to pray for rain for Klal Yisrael. He had the same power right. of davening for rain as his grandfather. And he didn't even turn around to acknowledge their presence and say Shalom Aleichem to them. And later on in the day, they ask him, why didn't you even say Shalom Aleichem to us? Why were you so unfriendly? And he says, Chir Yom Havi. I was on the clock, I was being paid, and I couldn't uh, use that time up because I was responsible to my employer. And the Gemara right. Makas actually calls him Poel Tzedek. That is the honest worker, the ideal worker. And there's a right. similar medrash in Shmosh Rabbah that talks about Abba Yosef Habanai, who was a builder, and he's on the top of a scaffolding. And Avnimos Hagardi, a non-Jewish philosopher, came and asked him a question. And he doesn't turn around. He says, I can speak from you from up here, but I'm a schir yom, I'm on the clock, and I can't speak with you right now. I can speak with you, I'm sorry, but I can't come down and have a face-to-face right. conversation with you. And in fact, that's how we paskin in the Rambam and Shulchan Aruch. The Rambam is very explicit. He says, you can't steal from your employer, even ma'at bekanu ma'at a little here and little there, because everything adds up. And he brings Yosef HaTzadik that says, ki bekol kochi avodati achavichem. I put right. my whole effort. And it seems that nowadays, things are a lot laxer. Nowadays, right. that... People are answering the cell phones for personal use and this and that. And I guess the, my fundamental question is, how strict do we need to be and has to have times changed that we don't have to be as strict as required by the Shulchan Aruch and the Rambam and the Gemara? Right. So the Gemara, first of all, that you brought, you ask yourself, um, was that a Midas Hasidus? But the Gemara definitely singles him out as being a Yachid Bedar. And that's why he had his ability to be mispalul and so on and so forth. So the question is, A, is that the Midas Chasidus? Or is this um, a, a, a ghetto where, like it says, Kulon Beravak Lashnahara, it's just impossible to do what's right. And But the Mitzvah is most everybody is somewhat nichshul. Um So those are two questions to ask about these Gemaras. Um, how much as a person is certainly should be an ideal. The Gemara presents it as a, as, a, as a magnificent ideal, and the Rambam, when he brings it at the end of his halach, is definitely he, he definitely he, he intends to be Musa The the real, I mean, at the end of the day, the work, the the the, the, the of how much time you can take off would depend on the contractual agreement, which is a, is un, unconsciously what you expect of normal workers. And so if you expect somebody to handle one or two personal calls a day and it doesn't, you know, you, you, if people feel that if the guy feels like a slave, he's not going to be happy. But where is that line pushed or pulled is a difficult question. Uh, and, and, and that's why I, I, my assumption is today when a person employs somebody else, Within reason, the person will give them a little. That doesn't mind if he if they feel space. Doesn't expect a machine. But at what point does it is is does that line crossed? People need to be honest with themselves, and they need to. It's a, it's, it's tough because we all have negias. Um, but it, the, the leeway is because you assume a normal agreement is um, sort of monitored by the standard. So the standard is that within a day, a person will, will take 10, 15 minutes off for private use. That would be acceptable. But people need to ask themselves, would I, do I honestly feel that, that what I'm doing is actually uh, is honest?
um, or I might make excuses. You know, you, you hear the type of thing. Well, I work so hard to embroider so much money. I just believe me, the, the, even the hour I'm taking off is is, is not enough. I, once you start hearing things like that, <laughs> you know, it's the end of a life. Right, right. I assume that it also has an impact if the person has set hours. I work nine to five and I'm on the clock, or somebody is working at an investment bank or a law firm or a place that they right. just have to complete the work, but they don't have these set hours, so there maybe there's Correct. a little bit more flexibility. Correct. Okay. Yeah, you know, I, I think what, what you're saying is, is, is it just comes to mind is reflected in the Gemara. The Gemara in Brachas talks about that uh, somebody who's on the clock cannot say a full Shmon Esra. He has to have an Havinenu. They're smart, they're shortened. And if you look through the Rishonim, and that's how we pass in the things have changed because employment standards have changed. And the assumption right. of the employers when they hire the employees is what would be reasonable, what's based on the industry standard at a given time. So initially, in the post, they said now you can dive in the false monastery even if you're on the clock, and then it changed to right. you can even go out to Minion if it's not going to take you too long, and you can even be the Chazen. So we do see that uh, the halacha does, it did, the halacha didn't change, the, the right. standard changed the same. The it's just the, the, the application, the employment standards was, were, were right. what changed and impacted the halachas. Right. So. Yeah, that, that makes a lot of sense. So what we're saying now is is the 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 Gemara is is, is likely a midas Hasidus, Abba Chilkia and and Abba Yosef Habanai. It's, it's either midas Hasidus or or it's 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 the one person who's it's like if you would, if we say the whole time you speak Russian horror, well it's not a midas Hasidus in the sense halacha does obligate us not to speak Russian horror, but since the Gemara says this is a type of area that everybody's there, so. The one person who did it right is 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 considered to be the yotzim in Aklal. And so I, I think Mar is definitely you know singling out Abichokia, obviously for good reason. So either Minasasidas or it's it's so difficult to keep to it that the one person who actually did it is is given is 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 put on a pedestal for us to look at. <laughs> Right. Yeah, there, when we were, I live in Yushalayim, so we were moving from one street to another, and we used a moving company. And it turned out that one of the movers was from Los Angeles. I'm originally from Los Angeles. So I started right. speaking to him while he was working. And it's amazing. He says to me, why don't we speak during the break when everyone else is smoking? I don't smoke, and I'll speak to you then. And I was so wow. impressed that I, effectively I was the boss. I hired that company. Right. And he's telling me, I can't speak right now. I'm working right now. Let's wait for my break. So Amazing. I was very impressed by that. He also, the whole time, he's wo- working back and forth, and he has headphones in. And I thought it was for, I thought it was for uh, his phone, if he was on the phone. And then right. he told me during the break, I said, what are you listening to? He says, well, Pesach is coming. I'm listening to Shiurim to prepare for Pesach, which wasn't interrupting his work at all. So he was able to listen to Shiurim. He wasn't going to take a break to talk to me because I would stop right. his working. And then we spoke during his break. So there, there are Abba nowadays as well. I guess Los Angeles produces Sadiqim. That, that's my <laughs> conclusion. <laughs> <laughs> we won't go there. Uh, City of the Angels, Los Angeles. Um, yes. So to, 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 to ask a, a, a question, an unfortunate question, in, in, a, in an opposite direction, we see that we have to be careful. There is some flexibility. We build in what would be reasonable industry standard. But unfortunately, we've seen that there have been a number of very public scandals perpetrated by some at least outwardly observant Jews, oftentimes 
financial in nature. There's somebody who was telling me that he's uh, he's in Shiduchim now and he's been set up. Uh, he's been read another of Shiduchim, and when he Googles the families, it's been about five or seven times that he's found that the girl's father is in jail for financial crimes. Right. And the question is, in light of the clear or at least the clear prohibitions in the Torah that they're violating. Some things are gray, and that has to be hashed out, but not to steal, not to be unfair in business, not to bribe people. Why is this happening? So I think there are a few reasons that we might be able to do something. First of all, um, it's much harder to deal with things that are tangible than intangible. You know, the tray for a piece of meat is tray for a piece of meat. This this hash is no good. It's very tangible. So and a person has a harder time crossing that line. Chosh um, Mishpat is conceptual uh, by nature. It's not a piece of something labeled a certain way. So so it's much harder to, you know, you don't have that type of restriction. That's one area that I think is, is problematic. It requires a certain level of dealing with concepts as they were realities. Secondly, there's a chinuch from when you're young. Don't eat this. Don't talk to him. Davening, get a patch or, or you know, whatever, however you do the chinuch. But it's been reinforced for 20 years, 25 years, 30 years. And that's, you know, he's, we've had that chinuch. We don't, when, when someone is growing up, there are not financial issues of of you know integrity. They're not really allowed to get out spending money. I mean, a kid a kid in a dormitory situation or in a situation that's stealing is, is is a real it's a psychological issue. So there aren't we have very little. So we have no practical chinuch. Third of all, um, in the younger age, when I think a big part of our chinuch is is is, is created through stories. Um, so we have a lot of stories about Hasmada, if you're Litvish. You have a lot of stories about Kedusha, if you're Siddish. Um, you have a lot of stories of Tzedaka and being kind. I, I have a hard time thinking of stories about being honest. Um, and, and, and besides having a lot of besides having stories about it, you also need to translate it. For instance, if the, would there be any books about um, a, a hero, a, a boy or a girl who is going, who, who doesn't do well in school, she or he has a chance to cheat on, and to get the answers and decides not to, doesn't do that well on the test, but is very proud of himself or herself. I, I'm not, I, I don't read many children's books. I, I would say I stopped many years ago, but are there books like that? Are, are there novel books, stories, if there aren't, and my sense is there are not, we don't we don't build the sense of an honest, an honestly achieved uh, accomplishment, whether it's money, grades, um, covered, is by far more rewarding, satisfying, and better than something that's dishonest. We need to put a lot of effort into creating those stories. I mean, there are many whose integrity was, but you need to bring those stories. You need to, to tell those stories. You need to create a literature that will reinforce it. And you need to talk about it in ways that can speak to the kids. The kids are not going to understand something about a big business deal, but 
being that we see this as an issue, it, it, it has to be built in for the future. Um, that I think are, are the areas. Those are those are the things that that we're lacking, and we need to do. Um, it, it's it's you know it, 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 people don't. It's taken for granted. Russian kids are honest. This that, and by and large, you know, in, in, in that scenario, there isn't much of it. But then there hasn't been that type of reinforcement. You get it upstairs, sitting in your place where you're davening. How can you talk to somebody else? We don't touch them. All that type of reinforcement, both positive and negative, hasn't happened. Um, so I, I think that that's where we need to rethink it and, and introduce it at every level until they reach that stage. Right. So, so what I'm hearing is the the chinuch we talked about before the chinuch when somebody leaves kolel and needing to set up rabbanim and right. uh, shearing for this. And now it should start uh, from a very young age that the the chinuch system has to build in the importance of learning Torah, the importance of good midos, and the importance of ethics and integrity as we uh, raise our children. Right. Right. That that's that's something that, 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 that and 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 that sense that. Honesty in Emmis is the greatest value, and translated to a child, that's something honestly earned. I'll, I'll share a short story of something that made an incredible impression on me. I have a, a relative, this is a relative, but I think so. his name is Moshe Gans. He used to be the Mashkir Shalabim, he's retired, he's a Yid of Hashabi, Talmud Chacham, he's in Mexico Torah for many years, very, very special person, really, Ish Emmis, the Yosh of the town. I don't have to say many Shacham about him, whoever, Moshe Shalabim, so knows him. Their oldest son, was born, I think it's some cerebral palsy issue, he, he limped on a foot. Things were hard for him. He, um, he worked very hard to compensate for it, not to get any special breaks because of it. A very, very special kid, Sal. I remember him. And when he was 19, um, he, he was waiting in a summit somewhere in the south to get under the bus. He crossed, the car hit him, and he was killed. And I heard the hesped on him, and one of his urbanes said that he had given a test, and he looked at the sales test, and there was a question like with three or four parts, and it was left blank. He asked him, you know, why didn't you fill it in? He said, I don't know the answer. He said, you know, it's a four-part question. I'm sure you could do two or three parts, and at least you get partial credit. And he said, that's not me. If I don't know, I don't want to drain a cup. I don't want to get a piece of piece there. I mean, look, hafif in Hebrew, the word is hafif. Um, I'm, I'm not a drain. I don't really know it. So if I don't know it, then I should not be getting credit for it. You know, that, those are values that speak. To, a kid struggles with that. And a kid has to be honest that something did wrong, that something didn't do. And we need to build in the sense that the, that the, the most positive and rewarding um, Religious experience for me is to be honest with myself to other people, pay consequences, but be very, very proud of myself and happy myself that I stood by the emiss. That kind of needs to go in together with everything else. Right. Wow, that's quite a story. That's quite a story. Yeah. Well, well, thank you very much, Rav Lopiansky. Any any final words you'd like to say to the to the audience? No, I I, I think this is this is. Um, a struggle for everyone. It's a struggle for people in yeshivas. I mean, people running yeshivas, there are tremendous financial challenges. There are always easier ways. The, 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 those shilas exist. My father, who had the mere yeshiva on his shoulders, spent most of his time deliberating 
what he can and what he can't do. He didn't share his thoughts, but as much as a, as a son-in-law could see, um, a lot of it was spent. Is this right? Is this not right? Can I? Should I? Is this, pe- is this person think he's doing this? You know, how much are you leading a person on? How, how honest are you presenting it? Um, those, are, those, those affect every single person. Um, and yeshivas, because they, they are financial entities and struggling financial entities, they have the same challenges. Um, so everyone, this, this, is, this is even if you're staying colo, you, you need to deal with it. Um, you know, so does Hashem HaKadosh should give us Satish Maya and may our generation um, find the, the approach and, and the, you know, the remedy that we need to, to, to build in this, this critical pillar. Amazing. Rav Lopiatsky, such a pleasure speaking with you. Thank you so much for joining us. Okay, call to Matzlach, everybody. Thank you. Joining us now is Rav Yitzchak Breidowitz. Rabbi Breidowitz is a world-renowned posek and speaker. He is the senior lecturer at Yeshivas Or Sameach in Yerushalayim. He's the Rav of the Kehila at Or Sameach. And before moving to Yerushalayim, he was a Rav in the United States. He was a professor of law at the University of Maryland.